Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. And uh, we've got Steve Dete, who's a senior editor at Pulse, which is a leading Nigerian magazine, just to try and explain to us exactly what's going on. Uh, good morning, Steve. Welcome to the takeoff. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Yeah. S- Steve, let's just get to it. How is the mood in Nigeria this morning? Um, it's a somber mood. Um, people are really, really confused. Um, yeah. Don't know what what's next. Um, especially in the city of Lagos, where um, peaceful protesters were shot on on, on Monday night at the Lekki Tollgate. Um, there is now a three-day curfew. Um, I think it's just for the curfew is for the government to um, and the security forces to get hold of the city because um, everything has been out of hand. Um, thugs and hoodlums have had the protests and um, they're robbing people, they're burning houses, they're going to politicians and um, business places to burn them, you know, because at the end of the day, people are frustrated. So the government has, the government in Lagos, especially in Lagos, has declared a three-day curfew, um, 24-hour curfew, um, to, to get a hold of everything. Um, across other states um, and all over the world, in London, a, a protest had yesterday too also, um, in, in other states across the country, and other states, some places also that, that are far from Lagos, protests have continued also. But for Lagos, which everything really started from, um, everything is on hold for now. Steve, maybe take us back. My understanding of SARS is that it was like a police unit that was started uh, to tackle uh, gangs yeah. in Nigeria. And obviously, because they were yeah. nameless, because of the nature of their work, they didn't wear badges. Also, they drove around unmarked cars. Yeah. Then it went from being yeah. um, a, a good idea to them basically just abusing power. Have we got that correct? Yes. Yes, you've got that correct. So it started in 1992 or 1993, there about, um, it's called anti, uh, Special Anti-Robbery um, um, Squad, which was created to specifically treat violent crimes, arm robbery and kidnapping. Um, but over the years, uh, they've, they've gone rogue, very rogue and controversial. So they go in on mark cars, they don't wear uniforms. So you're driving on the street and mm. someone just parks in front of you and stops you. So you don't even know if it's an arm robber or, 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 or a policeman on, on yeah. the, until they identify themselves. And they don't even identify themselves with names or where they are coming from, the station or a park number. They are just nameless and formless. So anything that happens to you, nobody knows anything. They extort people. So all of a sudden, they took it upon themselves to start investigating cyber crime. So they see you as a young guy, you are dressed, you, you are dressed well, you are driving mm. a car, they stop you, they ask you what you are doing, you know, they take your phone and start searching your phone. So when you tell them that you are doing, oh, I'm a digital marketer, I'm a graphic designer, I'm a coder, they don't understand mm. these things. They don't, because they're not really literate. So they don't yeah. even know what coding is. They don't even know what, even when they know, they don't care. You know, they just want to extort, extort you. So that's what has been happening. They, they get you, they force you to go to your ATM, they collect money from you. There's been cases where they kill people unjustly without court trial, without nothing. You know, from personal uh, vendettas, they go arrest people, tend them, tend them as arm robbers, as kidnappers, like a lot of families. Like, I can't really start going through the crimes. Like, mm. the stories are really, really horrible, you know. And Nigerians are really frustrated. So, about two weeks ago, there was a report that someone in Ugeli, a place called Delta State, that they killed a guy and drove his car away. Although that is not that has been confirmed not to have happened, uh, what happened was really uh, that they arrested him and the guy, you know, jumped out of the moving car, and and he got injured and he went and he went away with this guy. But that really prompted the recent this 
um, last NSAT protest. We've had NSAT protests in the past. Um, mm. I think one or two street protests, yeah, one or two street protests, but nothing like this. You know, it has never been sustained for like two weeks like it has happened now. On that point, and, um, on that point yeah. Steve, I mean, you say you've had these protests in the past. Has the yeah. government disbanded SARS? I mean, is it legally operating? Okay, so in the past, they've, they've, they've not really disbanded this per se. They've already, they've always, after every protest, sometimes online or some, some street protest, they come with some sort of reform. There was a time they changed them to FEDRA. Fed, I just asked FEDRA at the front of uh, SAR, so it became FSAR. So there's always mm. a promise that they were reforming something or they're trying to do something about it, but they've never really done anything. This is the first time they really actually absorbed and scrapped the unit. But the protest also continued because we really don't believe them. Because it, they, just a day after scrapping the unit, they, you know, they formed another unit called SWAT. You know, just moving the old officers uh, from SWAT to SWAT. It's just like a change of name. So, so it's still the really same people them, still doing the same protest. thing under a different name is what you're saying? Exactly, exactly. So people, Steve, were, people were not satisfied with that. And yeah. Steve, before we let you go, so often you'll, you'll see us doing hashtags on social media. Um, yeah. Are those hashtags effective? And is there any other way that we can actually assist as people watching from the um, outside? At, yeah, for the NSAT protest, I think the hashtag was very, was very effective because at the end of the day, Jack Dorsey, who owns Twitter, kind of like endorsed it and backed it and even gave us a logo, a green logo. You know, he retweeted this and retweeted um, and tweeted the links for donation, you know, for the people organizing the protest in Nigeria. So that hashtag, he kind of like, you know, brought attention to everything that's happening in Nigeria and brought a lot of support to us, you know. Um, I think that's how sometimes it was trending in Africa, trending in Nigeria, trending in America, trending in the UK. You know, so that's a way of bringing attention to what people are, are, are going through. You know, Twitter has been Twitter is the, Twitter has been an effective tool. You know, in this sense, yeah. protest for Nigerians, and it has really helped us. Steve, thank you so much uh, for chatting to us this morning. I wish we had more time. We just send prayers and light your way, and we'll try and do as much thank as we can much. to round up support from our side as well. Sure, thanks. Awesome thank you so much, thank man. You very much. That's Steve Dede, who's a senior editor at Pass. Uh, which is a leading Nigerian digital magazine speaking to us about SARS. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.